0: What, what are your thoughts on Bledsoe to the Bucks?
1: Yeah, uh, so for me, I thought that it was a trade that made a ton of sense when they acquired him. Um, Bledsoe has actually, in terms of his individual play, I would say that he's just been okay. But he meshes incredibly well with what they're trying to do and that I think is like the much more noteworthy thing. Like in terms of his individual statistics, he's got he's like a 12 5 and 5 right now and he's not shooting particularly well. Right. And you look at those numbers and you go, well, it's it's a 12 5 and 5 on like whatever 38% shooting or like and like again, not good numbers in terms of his individual performance. But wow, who would have thought you put like a competent point guard on a team and all of a sudden everything starts to run a little bit more smoothly. Right. You would imagine that a team coached by Jason kid would have like figured this out before now, <laughs> but I guess that's just where we are with Jason kid. Like, I, I don't know. Um, their defensive scheme still makes absolutely no sense. It is the most optimistic defense I've ever seen a team play. Um, in a vacuum, it's like actually perfect, uh, because they try to contest every part of the floor simultaneously without switching. Mm-hmm. Um so it requires your players to like constantly fight over screens and constantly battle for position arms up all the time running people off the three point line but the problem is that you actually can't contest the entire floor simultaneously like good teams understand this they understand we don't want them to take corner threes and we don't want them to get layups right um the bucks for whatever reason do not understand this and they try to contest mid range jumpers and Kid has like the best switching team in the league, not named the Warriors, and yet they never switch. He just refuses to switch with like perfect switching personnel. It's totally bizarre. Um, but Bledsoe really fits in with what they're trying to do. He's a good caretaker of the offense. He is when he's inspired to be one of the better point guard defenders in the league. Um, and he and Giannis have really meshed, um, almost instantly. It's true. And uh yeah, what's nice is that the demand on Giannis has gone down a little bit cuz he was sort of in that LeBron role where he kind of had to do everything for the team. And if he wasn't just like creating off the dribble by taking two steps and dunking on people, they really couldn't get anything going on offense. And now they have a much more credible ball handler. I mean,
0: I think I think that this gives uh you're you're totally right. And I think Bledsoe is incredibly yeah. capable and I think that his numbers don't reflect his actual skill right now. And what he brings yeah. to a team. Mm-hmm. My my thing for the Bledsoe trade that is so good mm-hmm. is that I think that he, as a scoring option, that team is built to dribble up the floor and set up for the guy who's dribbling up the floor in a lot of ways, right? To set up yeah. his shot. Mm-hmm. And I think Bledsoe fits that really well, which then gives Giannis a break. And I think that that is what this does phenomenally for for. The team is that, you know, Bledsoe could come up the floor and he could score and he could make that happen. And that's basically how Giannis plays. And you don't have to change the offense. You don't have to change, you know, like what you're doing. You can keep running the same thing. Keep, keep the same pressure on teams. Just like, not just as if Giannis was on the floor, but in similar ways. And you could give Giannis a break if he needs it
1: and for sure and what's nice about Bledsoe also is that he's not he's not 100 100% on the Bucks timeline but he's pretty close. He's 27 years old. He's got his prime ahead of him probably. He's probably got at least another 4 or 5 sort of primeish years. So if they work out the contract situation and make kind of all of that work, he's got it, I think 2 years remaining on his deal. Um, he could well be around for sort of the rest of the Bucks' core run with this group, and then probably the Bucks will have a secondary run after that with Giannis and a totally different squad around Giannis. Um, but it's one of the reasons that the Bucks are really exciting right now is that they have another credible threat on the offensive side of the floor. Um, yeah, quickly totally note: agree. can't help myself. They're in desperate need of some shooting. They really need floor spacing. They need a shooting center. Um, it it hasn't. They haven't really been able to find a guy to credibly fill that role yet. Um, they've messed around with some stuff, but it hasn't entirely worked out for them. The Thon Maker experiment is is very interesting and is not um, is not a disaster by any stretch of the imagination. But he's like the center on their roster, mm-hmm. and that's not really where you want to be right now.
0: Yep. I, I don't, the tricky part for that is I don't think that you can get that um, with, I don't think there's going to be anyone available who can do that.
1: That's the problem, right? Is that they're too good to ever draft at a point in the draft where they're going to draft that guy. And they're also in kind of a funky salary situation. So it's going to be really hard to get that guy as a free agent. So right now they're like, Giannis is not a jump shooter. Giannis is not a three-point shooter. Eric Bledsoe, not a jump shooter, not a three-point shooter. They really need um, uh, Jabari to come back healthy and provide them with that outside shot to create the floor space and to kind of create enough space for all of these guys to operate. But he is a huge question mark. Um, he's been injured constantly. Uh,
0: just just as a as a kind of a, a thought, yeah. uh, the Lakers that we see this season are not going to be the Lakers mm-hmm. we see next season.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Would a, would a guy like a Brook Lopez make sense for that team? Like a, a f- fading?
1: Wow! Like like um, I know
0: he's not like modern basketball, and the Bucks are modern basketball. But at the same time, what's like
1: Brook's contract situation, I,
0: I think he's on a one year. I think he's done. I think like, you might be right. And like the dude, I mean, the dude has added a very credible three point shot. Yeah, to, it's one year. I mean, game.
1: if, if Brook were available for, like... I mean, he's 29. He's still probably going to get a real contract. That's a really interesting... Um, interesting thought. It just... He feels like... Man, that team, he... that team just gets so huge, though. Like, that... Brooke <laughs> is a big dude. Like, I don't know if there's literally enough space on the floor for all of these guys to be there at the same but, time. But, it's like, so- conceptually, it makes a lot of sense.
0: Like, so I'm just trying to think of guys that would make sense there. Like, DeAndre Jordan doesn't mm-hmm. make sense there. Right? Boogie, sure. Boogie Cousins, while he can shoot a three, is too ball dominant. I mean
1: like he just I would I, I don't I don't think you do that because it doesn't make any it's sense. A, it's but a, just the uh the amusement of watching Giannis and Boogie on the same okay, team, well, I would watch every game. Well, I would watch every but, game. I don't know if it would be good, but I would watch every game.
0: But like if if you think that you need to get in your front court some three point shooting to open that up.
1: Just something. Uh,
0: I mean I think when you're looking around, like there's not a lot of that out there.
1: Yeah, it's and, one of the more expensive things in the league and they don't have a lot of space. And
0: so what do you do? Do you do they sign JJ Redick, right? Who's who's on a one-year contract in Philly? Redick and they go the opposite the direction. Have
1: a have a long and storied history with each other at this point. It's... Um, he played for them for a minute and kind of left under weird circumstances, and everyone was sort of mad at each other. But he is actually a perfect fit. No,
0: that's what that's what I'm saying is like, do you put do you just go full modern basketball and put Giannis at the five, and surround him I'm, with, I'm like, with, with like with like six foot six foot six shooters and just say. Go for it.
1: Well, that's the LeBron theory. LeBron has always, LeBron's teams have always been the best when it was LeBron and four shooters. Yeah. Like that was how, you, that uh, that was the Orlando Magic with Dwight Howard theory. You know, you just, you have the central pivot point and then you put four shooters around them and you immediately have a 51 team. Let's, now, let's cl- to do that, cl- you need a guy like Giannis or LeBron, but still.
0: Yeah. Let's close this out because I think that this might be a whole pod topic right like yeah this like is what what, whole can, what thing, can we do sure. to make the bucks you know a championship team uh but <laughs> sure. here's just you know who would be perfect and it like i have so much respect for this guy and it's unfortunate that he's not in the league but even just with his mm-hmm. like with his age and where he would have been at in his career and the cost that he would have been for like a two-year rental like a two-year end of career guy you know who would have been perfect for this team is chris, Bo- chris bosch chris Bosch
1: yeah like that that yeah that would it's like the most yeah it would it's like the most perfect
0: fit for that that thing right like
1: 100
0: like it's super unfortunate because i love the dude's play like i just i liked i liked the dinosaur right or like just like Mm -hmm. but like chris bosh like next to Giannis, would have been so perfect because it's just like here's a credible three-point shooter who's just this like guy who can dribble the ball handle the ball pass the ball you know etc and he just it would have fit so well with the Bucks, and I, that's I'm,
1: that's one of that that's one of your best takes. That's a great take. I mean,
0: it's it's really unfortunate. Like I, I it's and I, I actually really like how the Heat and all that stuff handled the Bosch situation. Like just the NBA, the Heat, like everyone. Um, mm-hmm. I think that they they did really well, and it's and again, it's really unfortunate that, uh that he can't be playing because he would have been what maybe like 36 37 and his job would have been shoot threes on that team. It would have been perfect. It would have been perfect.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay. So since we're completely off the reservation here, I'm just going to throw out one final thing, not bucks related. Uh, We were talking earlier about the Grizzlies and about them kind of fading into the twilight. We were talking about the new Orleans Pelicans, and Anthony Davis and Boogie lighting the world on fire statistically but mm-hmm. everyone else on that team being a train wreck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mike, I'm going to hit you with my favorite it's never going to happen trade so far. Uh, I, this is this is an all-timer. This is one of my favorite trades that I've come up with uh, ever. Okay. Okay. Let's So do what it. do the Pelicans need, Mike? What do what do the what have the Pelicans always needed? They've always needed two things. One, they've needed a real point guard, like an yeah. actual real point guard. Like like holiday. Holiday needed... is
0: is the is the shooting guard. It's there, fine, but
1: he's fine, like... but he's he's not real. Right. And the second thing is that they've needed a little bit, in my opinion, and this is Intangible City, and I understand that I'm going against Brand here. They've needed more leadership on the floor. It's... They need somebody who's going to galvanize the team, galvanize the organization. Okay.
0: Are you going to give me a bring back Chris Paul?
1: We have the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, I see. Receiving Drew Holiday, a first round pick. I see it. And the rights to Ian Clark for Mike Conley. I, I see what you've done. Uh, Drew Holiday is four years younger than Mike, or he's three years younger than Mike. He's under control and he's cheaper. Mike Conley is a 30 year old point guard. He's very expensive. He just signed a long contract. He did. The team is fading. They need to reload. Maybe it's a first and a second round pick. Okay, great. You get a first and you get a second. And you get Mike Conley. And you get the rights to a young guy. Or, and you get Drew Holiday. And you get the rights to a young guy for Mike Conley. Mike Conley, Anthony Davis, and Boogie Cousins on the same team.
0: Uh, wow. Because uh, we've gone completely off the rails right now. We've gone uh,
1: completely off the reservation. I don't know if you have an instant response to this. So my, for context, just to do my due diligence, uh, okay. The you actually couldn't trade Drew Holiday until mid-January. Um, but at that point, Memphis could very well be 15 games under 500. So it's it's in play. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like a kind of reasonable trade to me.
0: Um. It's a reasonable trade. I don't think it happens because I don't know if Boogie I, I don't think I don't, it happens. I don't think Boogie finishes the season in
1: Ooh. New okay, so this is the corollary to yeah. to that trade is maybe Boogie just gets dealt earlier.
0: Yeah, I think I mean, I think that I think that the Boogie Anthony Davis experiment is mm-hmm. uh expired a little bit. I mean they're really? okay. they're both playing really well but that doesn't mean team success and at the end of the day like I don't think an owner like cares if there's uh if there's team like I don't think they care if they have like one star and they're a 30 win team I think they more care about team success um and team branding I mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: like I think that that's just what they're concerned with. If you if you mm. look at if you look at things and you look at um, you look at like say oh man, we're not going to go there. There's been some recent talks about all the ownership type of things, right? Yeah. Right, like sure. all that. There've been some serious ownership um, consideration here's, in here's, New
1: Orleans and if the team's going to move or whatever. Right,
0: right. But like but at the end of the day, like I don't think that having sucking away all your salary cap to two guys who are seven feet tall who really polarize the game is gonna is gonna win it for you so i'm not totally sure if boogie gets dealt but i don't think Boogie's in the long term for them um uh, and no, he's
1: just signed through this year he has an expiring contract
0: like i i don't think i i mean then in that case for the pelicans it makes sense to deal him it makes sense to try to get something for him than it does to,
1: like, hold on. They're not going to win. They're not going to do anything in the West this year. Like, If you're not going to re-sign him after the year, then you absolutely should be considering trading him very strongly at this point. Right.
0: And that's that's kind of where I'm at. I personally, I'm on team uh, DeAndre Jordan to the Wizards, uh, but I think you might also...
1: DeAndre or DeMarcus?
0: No, DeAndre. Either? But, uh, I, oh, okay, DeAndre. I, I, awesome. I'm on team DeAndre DeAndre Jordan to the Wizards. Um, mm-hmm. because I think you kind of have like a little lob city situation again. But if that doesn't, oh, yeah. if that doesn't happen, um, then I think that potentially boogie to the wizards makes a little bit of sense for this. DeAndre for, this for year. Otto
1: just like straight up is super fascinating. So
0: again, I know you're saying that's a fascinating trade. There's there's some interesting stuff there, but um, yeah, I I don't think I just don't think that boogie is a long term solution. I don't even know if Boogie re-signs with the Pelicans if they offered him something. Like I just I, there's just there's just weird stuff going on.
1: It's an it's an open question. Like, there's a lot of it, weird stuff so, going on and I think that to your point this is something we could absolutely dive into as like a completely separate podcast. Right, right.
0: Uh yeah, so Uh that being said, let's let's pretend like the Pelicans were doing this and let's pretend that that trade was on the table and you know etc etc of i i think that the grizzlies want to make that trade but the pelicans don't
1: wow i think that's right i mean like if the um You are getting saddled with a 30-year-old point guard with a long, expensive contract, and that is the reality of the situation. If you don't think that your team's going anywhere in the short term, then it would be very fair to pick it up. If I ran the Pelicans, I would want Mike Conley on my team, and I would be trying to re-sign DeMarcus and just say, okay, this is just what we're rolling with for the next three to four years. Um, But they're just in such an untenable situation right now with AD. Because he's signed for another three or four years, I think it's four, mm-hmm. and their window for contention is not in the next four years. It's just not. Um, my and he's a generational player. My my so my
0: spicy 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 hot take is that I'm on the trade ad. I'm on I'm on the Pelicans need to blow the whole thing up train.
1: Can I give you the spiciest of takes Man, after this? is this just like
0: spicy take city over here?
1: <laughs> I think AD is going to Boston. You think 88... I think he's going to get traded to the Celtics? Yep. I think that it's going to happen either this summer or the summer after that 80 will be traded to the Boston Celtics for some combination of, um, like the, young, like one of the young, either Tatum or Brown, yep. um, some other young asset and salary matching and a first round and like a BV of first round picks. Yeah. Like he'll be traded for like the Lakers pick. If it transfers uh, Tatum or Brown, uh, uh, another first future first round pick and like an army of second rounders and enough salary matching to kind of make the whole thing happen
0: right but that's yeah they have the assets to do it and i think that the assets and the pelicans need assets right now so
1: and the pelicans like if i am the pelicans i look long and hard at you know brown salary matching two first rounders two second rounders and marcus smart like it it, that's a lot that is a lot and to be fair like anthony davis is the guy that you hope those picks turn into so it's tricky but at the same time like if you don't think you're resigning the guy just blow it up do the thing to your point okay we got to get out of here